Broadcasting from the Attention Era Media Studios in downtown Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe, the man who is very glad to be back. And now, here's your host, the man who's got my back, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. Goodness, Game Master Shyby, it is so good to see you. How was how was the acting? How were your many endeavors while you were away? I enjoyed it a lot, and it went very well. The audiences all loved it. Fantastic, so. and they loved you, and just threw roses at you, and just everyone just adored you the entire time. Yeah, for the most part. For the I most got, a, part. got a couple of tomatoes, but you know. <laughs> to be expected. Those yeah. are just from your sister. It's like right. boom. Exactly. Like I haven't even got on the stage yet. What are you doing? <laughs> I love it. Well, welcome back, Game Master Shyby. We missed you, and we are thrilled to have you back. And welcome to all of you listening in as well. Our summer vacation continues to roll on. We've got shows sporadically here and there. We are in our new studios as well, at least for today. So a special thanks to Attention Era Media for letting us use their beautiful space as well. We do want to remind all of you that if you would like to play our games, why not visit our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, or visit our social media pages, and you can sign up to be a contestant on this very show. You can also find the show on demand on the Sports Podcasting Network, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, and Vavil USA. It's time now to meet our panelists. First up, we have a sports journalist, a youper, and a former all-conference lineman at Wisconsin Lutheran College. Please welcome Ian DeMars. Thank you. It's good to be back. Good to see you, Josh. And Grant, good to be competing against you this week. Wow, next up, he is our token Detroit Lions fan who is still trying to figure out how to recover that Calvin Johnson has retired. Please welcome Michael Sear to the program. I'm still crying, guys. Still crying? Still crying. Oh, there's plenty of time. And finally, he's a sports broadcaster and an avid sports fan of all things Wisconsin and St. Louis. Please welcome Grant Coppersmith to the panel. It's good to be back in the panelist spot. I, I uh, did enjoy, you know being in uh, the game master spot but you, you know filled it's good it in, to yeah. be back you did it for a week and did now I get I get to compete against Ian which is frightening because Ian DeMarsh <laughs> yeah DeMarsh DeMarsh DeMarsh, DeMarsh. <laughs> Well, we're excited to have you guys all here, Game Master Shabby. Did you get a chance to see, uh, or listen, I should say, how uh, Game Master Coppersmith did for uh, the show? I did, and I enjoyed it a lot. You did a very good job. Thank you. Nicely done, Grant. Nicely (laughs) done. We appreciate you doing that. All right, let's move on with the show, folks. We've got a great show in store for you. Ian is undefeated. Michael, you've won, I believe, two times on the panel. And Grant, you're still, I think, searching for your first victory overall. Yes, I've got second and third every time I've been on the show. Today might be the day. Pray for Grant. Hashtag (laughs) the new new Mitch Vomhoff. Hashtag. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, it's time to get this show on the road with our first contestant game. Joining us on the phone to play Quotable Context is Logan Anderson. Welcome to the show, Logan. Thanks, Baxter. I'm excited to show off my complete lack of sports knowledge. (laughs) Well, Logan, we are excited to have you. You are going to be playing our first game called Quotable Context. Game Master Shibe will read you five quotes from this week's news, and you must correctly identify the context of each quote, answer three out of five questions correctly, and you will win a What's the Score prize. If you do get stuck on a question, though, you are allowed to ask one panelist for help, but only on one question, so make sure you choose wisely. Are you ready to play, sir? Let's party. All right, here is your first clue. Lord, give me strength. That was DeMarcus Cousins on Twitter this week reacting to his team's actions during what event this past week? The NBA draft. Yes, that is correct. The Sacramento Kings traded the number eight overall pick in Thursday's draft to the Phoenix Suns for the number 13 and 28 picks in the 2020 draft as well for... Another player I'm not even going to bother trying to pronounce. And uh, folks were saying that uh, the tweet from Cousins was very ill-timed because he was like, oh, I didn't mean to, to tweet like it was a bad thing. But at the same time, 
you can't be tweeting stuff like that and not expect someone to say something. I mean, from what I've heard, he said that he tweeted it while he was in a hot sculpting class, which I've never heard of. What's a, I've been to hot yoga before. Yeah. What's a hot sculpting class? Uh, maybe it's just sculpting in a really hot room. You never like pottery? Know. Maybe. You sit in the kiln while you do? Well, I'm, I'm confused. Um, yeah, I'm confused too. But I think they give you a block of marble. And you <laughs> 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 I think he was just trying to cover it up, and he didn't have the best excuse, I'm assuming. So. <laughs> All right, Logan, here is your next quote. Tell JR and everybody to put on a shirt. That was President Obama telling uh, wow, Cleveland Cavaliers head coach Tyron Liu that his players should stop celebrating so hard after winning what event this week? The NBA final. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Obama went on to say, you can't be just walking around without a shirt. Now Shumpert's taking off his shirt. Kyrie's taking off his shirt. Come on, man. Thankfully, my JR. shirt's off right now. Oh, good. Well, my shirt is on. Thankfully, this is radio, so no one can see anything. Uh, J.R. Smith was spotted wearing a shirt a couple of days after that. But uh, when the president of the United States tells you to put a shirt on, usually you do so. It was it was funny to see the, the how it happened that way. I always enjoyed um, watching on Twitter everyone saying like, "Oh, breaking news! J.R. is still not wearing." A shirt. <laughs> I saw that too. JR is wearing a shirt. Now. If we need a hashtag, put a shirt on. I think that would be a good one for Jr. Yeah, literally every like video i watched the celebration somebody had a shirt i think off. up until i think it like yeah i think it was wednesday or thursday and people were still like jr stiff spotted without a shirt on again i was like put a shirt on like <laughs> the did he not did he, like, did he take his jersey off after the game and just not put a shirt back on i think on he just dress? took it off in vegas and probably i mean when you win after 52 years of not winning a championship i think you can kind of do whatever you want if you're a franchise maybe like that. he's giving up shirt wearing for lent i don't know <laughs> it's not quite lent. that's a good it's a good thing he's starting early he's doing it all right logan here is your next quote I'm not going to move him. I'm not going to just move him past Tim Duncan and Kobe. They didn't just die. That was Charles Barkley telling Bill Simmons this week that he believes that what current player will never be a top ten all-time great in the NBA? LeBron. Yes, that is correct. LeBron, will he ever break into the top five? That's a very interesting question to think about. I mean, you've got guys in there like Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, guys that are just household names. Do any of you on the panel think that LeBron will ever become a, a top five player? I mean, I was reading something on ESPN earlier this weekend. They already had LeBron as the best small forward of all time, so they're technically kind of already saying he I've is I've never the understood the whole small forward thing. Everybody in basketball is at least like 6'9". <laughs> I'm confused on how you can be considered a small forward in yeah. the NBA. Especially never LeBron understood. James. He's Isn't not he, a small person. Is he 6'9"? I guess he's small compared yeah. to some guys. But, I mean, guys like Ray Allen are like 6'5 or 6'6, and they're, what are they, like guards? and things? Well, I don't Robinson's know. like 5'8". Yeah, Chris Paul's not very tall yeah. either. Yes. I could be an NBA starter. Oh, never mind. Well, I mean, look at the, <laughs> the, the Bucks, who they just drafted as their first pick. He's 7'1". So, yeah. I mean, there are much taller guys in the NBA. Thon. Right? Yeah. Thon. Thon, Thon maker. maker. All right, here is your next quote, Logan. Anytime they invite us for the Copa America, we'll be right there. That was Jurgen Klinsmann stating that what team would love to play in Copa America every single year? America. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Hooray. Yay, America. The U.S. men's national team, they uh, lost to Argentina in the semifinals 4-0, and then they lost to Colombia just yesterday 1-0 as well. Uh, and now the real question remains, how long does a guy like Jurgen Klinsmann still have left coaching the red, white, and blue? He's been around for five years. Is it time to move on from Klinsmann? Even though I don't know, like, a lot about soccer, I still know, like, I've been getting into it a lot. And even though, like, the United States is still looking for that first, you know, big team that they beat, like, it would have been 
people would have lost their collective minds if they beat Argentina. Yes, that's nobody was true. really looking for them to beat Argentina. I think the fact that they got to the semifinals is a really big accomplishment for them. I would agree, absolutely. That's interesting you say that because I was watching. I think they showed like a picture of the picks before the game, and three of the four analysts picked the U.S. actually to win the game. Yeah, I did see that. And I remember because Alexi Lalas went on uh, the show, I forget what it is now, in Fox Sports 1, and he was criticized saying, did you honestly think the U.S. was going to beat Argentina? And you could tell that he did his best to defend the point, but nobody in their right mind honestly thought. Because soccer is one of those games where anybody can win on any given day. I understand that, but it's one of those things where you're like, come on, it's Argentina, it's messy. It's, it's they were just trying hard. to be optimistic. I think so, but there's a certain level of optimistic. All right, Logan, here is your final quote. Look at Eli's little security man. That was the mother of Eli Apple after she drove him to his first day of work where? NFL practice? Yes, that is correct. NFL OTAs or the Giants preseason workouts. If there was an all-sports moms team, Annie Apple would be a for-sure first-team honor. Not only is she funny, she posts things continuously on Twitter. It kind of reminds me of my mom and how she was when I was a little kid playing soccer. But she, she's been tweeting out videos of you know, Eli's first day, you know, walking up to the bus. Oh, that's Eli's team bus. Oh, that's Eli's little security guard. It's absolutely, I love it. I, I mean, you could tell Eli's embarrassed, like, come on, mom. But, I mean, I think that was a nice touch that his parents dropped him off his first day of practice. I can only imagine how much crap the guy is in the locker room. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Stuff. You know she's going to be like the new Mrs. McNabb, though, in the Chunky Soup commercial. Oh, she's yeah. going to be coming in. Everyone's like, oh, Mrs. Apple's here. Yeah. <laughs> well, the first time, like, when the draft night happened, she was already, like, mm-hmm. on Twitter and the news. I, need so to, I don't follow her. I need to follow Annie she, Apple. She, I, I need to as well. She's, like, fantastic <laughs> from, like, she's already been in the news a couple times already. Yeah, I think she has. All right, Game Master Shivey, how did Logan do on our quiz? Logan knows his quotes. He got five out of five correct. He's a winner. Hey. Congratulations, Logan. Thank you so much for playing. Well, it looks like we're heading to our first break, but when we come back, our panelists will have their first crack at showcasing their knowledge of this week's sports news. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Two Up Front is the American soccer show on the Sports Podcasting Network. Join Baxter Colburn and Simon Proven on Fridays at 11.30 a.m. Central as they cover all things American soccer with weekly guests from the pro, college, and youth ranks and digging deep into the American professional leagues. Two Up Front gives you the insight you're looking for. Airing at 11.30 a.m. Central on SportsPodcastingNetwork.com, it's Two Up Front, the world's game from an American perspective. Hey, it's Kevin of the Sports Podcasting Network on SPN. On top of what's the score of the sports news quiz, you can find a plethora of great sports podcasts. Hardwood Radio, Gridiron Radio, Sports, It's in the Game, Scuderi F1, the second most listened to F1 podcast in the whole world, Soccer Today, live radio shows like Open Lines After Dark, MLS Post Game Show, Two Solitude Soccer Podcast, Off the Woodworks, and much, much more. All that on the Sports Podcasting Network.com.
Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. This week, our panelists are Ian DeMars, Michael Sear, and Grant Coppersmith. And now, here's your host at the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Baxter Colburn! Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. Time now for our panelists to showcase their knowledge about this past week's sports news. Mr. Sear, sir, we will start with you. Expansion is coming, kind of like winter is coming, but for the NHL, which kind of makes sense, uh, as the league announced it is bringing its 31st team to what city? Vegas. Yes, that is correct. Viva Las Vegas. Kind of an odd place, in my opinion, anywhere it's the middle of a desert, bringing a hockey team to the middle of a desert. But uh, they're going to be beginning play in 2017-2018. They're going to be in the Pacific Division. And there's some interesting things how uh, they're going to be getting their team as well. And I know, Grant, you've got a little bit more insight about how they're going to acquire some of their players to begin with, right? All right, yeah. Uh, they're pretty much doing an expansion draft. If you're, apparently, if you're familiar with the MLS, they've been doing this a lot because True. all the new teams being added. But... The commissioner of the NHL basically came out and said, we want this team to be competitive right away. So what's happening in the NHL is every team gets to like put a, like a safety on eight players. And then the, Las, the new Las Vegas team gets to go and pick one player from each team. Uh, no, if, if they're not saved, they're free game. And they have to fill like a certain amount of positions. And that's basically how that's going. And it's like some people are happy about it. Some people are not. I mean... I think it's great that we're getting a new NHL team. I think it's a good spot to put it in Las Vegas because, I mean, even though it's warm, we have people down. We have teams yeah, down in yeah, Texas, exactly. teams down in Florida, teams in California, and it's there's going to be a lot of money there. So that's what they're trying to go after. I'm just curious what they're going to name the team. I've heard I, a couple of things. I've heard the Las Vegas strippers, or the Las, but it's more so, but it's like the like the strip. And, and, uh, I don't think that'll fly. <laughs> I, that's what the logo was. I saw a proposed logo. ESPN did an article about like different names, and I, there was one I was like, the stripper, can they, can they do that? I think Flamingos, was, I think, was another one, yeah. too. Like, that would go right up there with Pelicans. Not intimidated yeah. by playing the Flamingos. <laughs> Tonight, the Sharks and the Flamingos. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> Black Knights or Blue Knights, something like something that's been like floated that. around. All right, Grant. Now that LeBron James has won the NBA Finals, he announced this week that he'll actually be skipping what major event this coming summer? The Olympics in Rio. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> He's concerned about Zika and everything else that people think. I mean, honestly, the water down there looks, I think you could drink out of the sewer. And here in America, and it would be cleaner than what they're trying to deal with down there, unfortunately. But uh, among the Amer other American players that have said they're not going, Steph Curry's not going, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Chris Paul, Anthony Davis, Blake Griffin, John Wall, and LaMarcus Aldridge as well are all not going. And to be fair, they can still win the gold medal without yes, those players. Yes, yeah. You've got players like Carmelo Anthony, DeAndre Jordan, Jimmy Butler, Clay Thompson. There's a couple other guys that are going too that I think the United States is going to be just fine. And I think that's cool because you're letting some of the guys that aren't like the marquee marquee players yes. that are still really good have a chance to compete for a gold medal because LeBron James already has two. Yeah. And I can't imagine that most of the guys on the team are going to have Paul, that. Chris Paul, I think, got some Dwayne Wade's got a couple too it's funny too because you look at the United States basketball team and then I think they're the only team I don't know how deep the hockey team is but you look at the player pool for them and you're just like come on that's not even fair it's like you look at any other sport for the U.S. like even soccer it's like <laughs> we don't have a LeBron James and all these other guys it's funny to see how that works out all right Ian question for you uh, some folks enjoy the swimsuit edition while other people enjoy the body issue when it comes out for the ESPN magazine. Well, they've announced who their cover athlete is going to be this year, and it features what notable NBA player? Oh, I believe it's Dwayne Wade. That is correct. Nicely done. 
Who knew a successful NBA player who has a body that most men would kill for was actually self-conscious about his body weight came out and he said i had a fear of being naked in front of others and a fear of being judged so to me overcoming that was a very big thing for him uh, other athletes like conor mcgregor and von miller and jake arietta will also be part of the issue probably one of the more interesting choices that's going to be on there is vince wilfork i've heard that is he going to do the whole well he can't do the overalls <laughs> thing because he's going to be naked but that's yeah, what he came to the houston texans training camp last year the first overalls. first day of practice that was great i think he so did good. like they had a softball tournament too or something and he, w- he was playing overalls so. like swinging a bat <laughs> <laughs> i would pay good money to see him it's always good that they get to pick some of the bigger athletes i think so. i remember when it's good yeah, yeah i remember when prince fielder got picked yep he was the like, cover athlete he, he just looked so excited to do it and I everything so. i mean i think it's one of those things good for Vince yeah for. it's it's all about the camera angles i feel yeah. like which is great Well, uh, we're heading to a break, but when we come back, our second contestant will play a new game about one of the most notable figures in the soccer world. We'll be back in just a few minutes, so keep listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. What's the score would like to take this time to thank one of our partners, Vavil USA, the international online sports newspaper for their support. Head over to vavil.com slash en us today as they provide professional reporting on all major sports in the USA. Follow them on Twitter at vavil underscore USA and go like their Facebook page for prime access to the ultimate source for sports coverage on the web. We here at What's the Score are proud to partner with a terrific organization like Vavil USA. Hey guys, this is Baxter, the host of What's the Score, the sports news quiz. Want to take a minute to remind all of you to go and check us out on social media. You can find us on Facebook at What's the Score, the sports news quiz, on Twitter at WTS Sports Quiz, and on Instagram at WTS Sports Quiz as well. And if you enjoy the whole hashtag game, like some of us hashtag like to do, hashtag goals, hashtag believer, hashtag, I don't know, I'm not a hashtag. Anyway, use the hashtag what's the score on Twitter and Instagram and check out some of the other exclusive content that we do as well. Connecting all of us one smartphone at a time. Hello all and welcome back to the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is What's the Score, the Sports News Quiz. I'm Josh Scheibe, your Game Master. We have a great panel here on Show 25. Michael Sear, Grant Coppersmith, and Ian DeMars. And they'll have the opportunity to show their prowess in just a little bit. Before that though, here's the host of What's the Score, Baxter Colburn. Thank you Josh, thank you everybody. Can you believe Game Master Scheibe? Episode 25. We are a fourth of the way to our 100th episode. It's amazing. That's one way to look at it, yeah. <laughs> or, I don't even know, how. Wh- what other ways would you look at it? Halfway to 50. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm young. I'm young. Yeah. I, I to be like, I've only lived a fourth of my life. <laughs> I've only done a fourth of the shows that I want to do. I love it. All right, well, we are excited. Remember, if you would like to be a contestant on the show, we encourage you to go visit our website, wtsportsquiz.com, or go to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and you can click on the pin post at the top of each page. We are also Facebook Live sporadically throughout the show as well, so be checking that out on Facebook. All right, playing our next game is Scott Carlson. Welcome to the show, Scott. Thank you. All right, Scott, welcome to the show. As many folks that know that follow the soccer world, 
A man named Zlatan Ibrahimovic strikes the fear into many people. His incredible skill can only be matched by even more his incredible ego and, of course, the way he describes himself and the way he plays on the field as well. The man is one of the all-time greats in international soccer and will be missed after he announced his retirement from the international stage following Sweden's recent exit from the European Championships. In this game, we'll read you seven quotes, and you must tell us if it's an actual quote from Zlatan or something we made up. Correctly answer five questions, and you'll win a what's-the-score prize. If you get stuck, you can ask one panelist for help, but only on one question, so make sure you choose wisely. Are you ready to play? Yes, I am. All Here right. is your first quote. People say only God can judge them. It's a good thing for me that I am also God. Is that a real quote or a fake quote from Zlatan? That would sound like something he would say, so I'd say yes. That is incorrect. No. No, it is not. All right. Still plenty of time. Here's your next quote. I can't help but laugh at how perfect I am. Is that a real quote or a fake quote from the man Zlatan? I would say that's real. Yes, that is correct. All right, here's our next one. We're looking for an apartment. If we don't find anything, then I'll probably just buy the hotel. <laughs> wow, these are all like something that he would say. I know. Uh, I would say that's a fake. That is incorrect. Oh. No, it was real. He actually did say that. All right, here's your next one. One thing is for sure. A World Cup without me is nothing to watch. I'd say that's real. Yes, that is correct. All right, here's your next one. When it comes to having skill, there is no one better looking or talented than Zlatan. Wow, that's very egotistical. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'll go to the panel. Um, Okay. Who would you like to go to, Ian, Ian. Grant, or Michael? Ian? Yeah. All right, Ian, how can you assist? I know this is it's a little difficult because it's either real or fake, but, I mean, somehow steer him. What was the quote again? The uh, quote again was, when it comes to having skill, there is no one better looking or talented than Zlatan. Jeez, I'm not sure what I would say, but, yeah, I don't know how I can help you with this one. Um, wow, thanks. Uh, I guess I will say that it's fake. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> A little bit of mental telepathy there. I like it. It kind of reminds me of uh, Gaston. Because that quote, like, no one looks oh. like Gaston. So I could have said, you, you could have said something like, there, I was like, he's not like Gaston or something like that. that, oh. that, that I was just singing the <laughs> song. I that from Gaston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it right. rhymes, kind of. So. Oh, yeah. That is true. Gaston, Zlatan, maybe they're brothers. No, Zlatan is perfect. He is the only child. All right, here <laughs> is your next quote. <laughs> Arsene Wenger asked me to have a trial with Arsenal when I was 17. I turned it down. Zlatan doesn't do auditions. I would say that is real. Yes, that is correct. Arson. Arson. Yeah, I know. (laughs) One of those like, Arsene. I'm like, oh, they got a new manager finally. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here is your final quote. Ronaldo and Messi are little boys compared to what the mighty Zlatan can do on the field. Is that real or fake? Uh, Shot in the dark, I'm going to say that's real. No, that is fake. That is fake. Game Master Shyby, how did Scott do on our quiz? Scott got four out of seven oh. correct. He's not quite a winner today. Well, thank you for playing, though, Scott. We appreciate you being on the show. All right, panel, some more questions for you from this past week's news. Ian, we'll start with you. With the whole slew of athletes backing out of the 2016 Rio Games because of Zika, there is now a top name from the golfing world that has also said that he is going to skip. 
the Olympics. That is Rory McIlroy. That is correct. Nicely done. Somebody did their homework. <laughs> 27-year-old McIlroy said this month that he and his fiance are considering starting a family in the next couple of years. And because Zika has the issues that it does for causing uh, severe birth defects, he does not want to compromise something like that. Unfortunately, the Olympic Council of Ireland said they are extremely disappointed not to have McIlroy on the team. I mean, but that's completely fair. If he's exactly. Looking to start How can you be mad? Yeah. He's like, look, I want to have a healthy family. I'm sorry that I'm saying no and staying in Ireland. I, I can't blame him for that one. All right, Michael, you're up next. It used to be Cleveland. Now ESPN has deemed which West Coast city the number one place on their sports misery index. See, if you wouldn't have said West Coast, I would have just assumed it's Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're up there. They're up there. I, I, I don't doubt it. I mean, at least we have the Red Wings. Um, That's true. Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, can I get some sort of hint? Yes, you can. Um, you can assume that before he retires, that Philip Rivers hopes to win a Super Bowl. San Diego. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Could have also said it's the home of uh, panelist Eric Condia as well. He is from San Diego as well, but I chose to go with Philip as well. It's funny, though, that uh, the city has not seen a championship since 1963. The Chargers have done fairly well, but... Uh, we can all thank the fact that Cleveland has finally won after their 50, I believe, three-year drought. But it's interesting, though. You wouldn't think San Diego. When I found this out, I'm like, San Diego doesn't seem like the city that would be that far down because you think of seems like maybe Boston or Buffalo mm-hmm. or Minneapolis. I mean, Boston did win with the Celtics a couple years ago, but you think of more East Coast miserable teams. Well, and I mean, you could also argue, well, I guess they don't count uh, the Patriots as Boston. But I was, I guess I was just throwing them. It's hard to know where they identify not. from. No, it's I mean, technically not. Where are they, where are they, at? well, they play in Foxborough, which is in Massachusetts. But it's not, yeah, they're, they, they encompass a, a region more than anything. You have to consider they only have two sports franchises there, too. I mean, there are other, like Detroit has all four, of the, exactly. all, all the big four, and they only have the Padres and the Chargers. So. Exactly. No, I completely agree. Well, let's look yeah. at a bright thing for San Diego, though. They do have Ron Burgundy, so you can always look at that. There you go. Got to love Ron Burgundy. All right, Grant, last question goes to you. Getting a ticket to the NBA Finals, especially Game 7, is incredibly difficult. Even the nosebleed seats cost about $2,000 just to be, you know, basically cleaning the floor after the game. So one fan, one really dedicated fan, decided to do what to get in the game? Oh, he created a fake uh, press credential to get into the game. Yes, that is correct. Michael Poeg, a 19-year-old, decided last Friday that he needed to figure out a way to get to Game 7. He's a diehard Golden State Warriors fan, so he did something so outlandish that few would ever consider it. He booked a flight and started making a fake press pass. When he got there, he quickly flashed it to the security guard, and he, I think he arrived about seven hours early before the Game 2, and he said, well, how would you, you know, judge a guy like me? I'm a, I'm, a white, I'm a good-looking white kid with a white shirt and khakis, and security let him right through, and he changed into a jersey afterwards. But, you know, Huffington Post, everybody's been picking this up. So the NBA or Golden State are not mad. It's, you know, because he didn't do anything malicious. I mean, yes, he didn't pay whatever $2,000 or whatever to, to get a ticket, but it's interesting to think that, you know, should there be some sort of a punishment for what he did, or should we just say, oh, it's just a 19-year-old kid who had no intentions wrong? Kind of hard to say, I guess. Honestly, I, I don't feel know. like it's kind of weird that he's not getting in trouble for getting I thought caught he would because be like arrested I, or something. Yeah, I feel like because he posted the whole thing on social media. It's like, yeah, look we, what I'm doing. Like somebody, I feel like somebody would have caught that, right? But I guess not. I don't know. Right. I don't, I don't want to go like profiling, but I feel like if it was somebody else, it might be a little different. But I, agree. I, I would know. I would agree with you on that one. Like, I mean, he came out and he said to me, "Who was going to judge a white a white kid 
in a white shirt and khakis. No one's going to really stop you. He's a good-looking guy, too. I mean, so I was just kind of like, if a security guard, I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, you got a little credential? Go ahead. Ble- it was for Bleacher Report, too, so it was a credible organization, too. So I don't know. All right, we're going to another break here in just a minute, but before we do that, I'd like to note that Ian gets an additional point for his successful hint, such as it was. I sit down, Ian. All right, we'll be right back, and our panelists will have another chance to answer some questions about this week's sports news. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Hey guys, this is Baxter Colburn, host of What's the Score, the sports news quiz. If you enjoy listening to What's the Score, why not go and donate to our Patreon account today? That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. Search for What's the Score and donate today. You can get awesome t-shirts, before the show shoutouts, and so much more. Tell your friends about us. Hey, if you donate, we'd be happy to give you a shoutout and even have you come on the show and play a game or two with us as well. S-P-N, the Sports Podcasting Network. Visit us, sportspodcastingnetwork.com. Welcome back to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. And thanks for listening in. We're broadcasting from the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe, and we're playing this week with Grant Coppersmith, Ian DeMars, and Michael Sear. And here, once again, is your host of What's the Score, Baxter Coleman! Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. As we continue on with our show, we want to remind all of you that you can find our show on demand anytime on Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, and the Sports Podcasting Network. It's time now for a new segment called Stump the Shyby, in which Game Master Shyby will be given two sports facts. One is true, one is false, and he must use deductive reasoning to figure out which of the facts is right and which is wrong. Game Master Shyby, are you ready to play? Ready as I'll ever be. Okay, here, is, <laughs> here are your two facts. The first one, the Seattle Supersonics, when they were a franchise, got their name, the Supersonics, because of the famous character Sonic the Hedgehog. That's your first one. The other one, that the Detroit Lions originally were from Ohio, and they were called the Portsmouth Spartans. Which one of those two is actually correct? I'm going to say that the Sonics one is false, and the other one is right. Why do you say that? Because it seems pretty strange that uh, the Seattle Sonics would... That was a, they were, that Sonic was a popular name, though, back in that day. That, that's At very that time, true. And, you know, and why would a team from Ohio go to, to Michigan? That seems rather odd. That does seem odd, doesn't it? It does. Uh, I'm still going to go with what I said. You still? So you think that which one is what? I think that uh, the Lions one is correct and that the Sonics one is incorrect. Well, you would be correct. Then nicely done. You, we, we successfully did not stump the Shivey. Well done. How do you do? You feel? Do you feel okay? Do you feel accomplished with well, your day now? Well, considering I found out about this like five minutes before we started the show, yes, I feel very <laughs> accomplished, Baxter. Thank you. I guess if I was going to like deductively reason that, I I think the Sonics were around before Sonic the Hedgehog that's, was, I do, was yeah, a, yeah, was I a thing. That's also true. So that and I also knew that 
the Portsmouth Spartans were a thing. Yes. Well, of you course I would. Fan. That would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> that was back when they were good. Oh, yeah, exactly, which was a hell, you know, heck of a time, long time ago. I would know. Which maybe should bring the, the Spartans back, and maybe Cleveland and Ohio would be like, oh, let's go for Portsmouth now. That seems like a much better <laughs> team. I love it. All right. Well, it's time for our last slate of questions for our panelists this week. Grant, a player in a recent soccer match was given a straight red card after he did what during the game? I See, before the show, I joked about a question like this, <laughs> and then I got one. About a soccer question? <laughs> yeah, I was like joking about like, these ridiculous things that these soccer players do. Uh, can I get a hint? Please? Let's just say he probably ate way too much broccoli before the game. Did he throw up on the field? <laughs> Pick a different exit route. <laughs> <laughs> try that one more time. All righty, uh, number two down the field. No, I'm not going to give it to him. No. Uh, he farted loudly. That's what he did. He walked by the referee, and he uh, just broke wind, basically, as it was. And uh, the referee gave him a straight red card because he thought it was directed at him. Uh, and he asked the referee, he said, what, am I not allowed to break wind? And the referee said, no. And he said, I don't get it. I, he, maybe he thought that I you know, farted and threw it at him or whatever, but he got a straight red card, unfortunately. It was a little very interesting. It, uh, I, don't, I don't know why. It's, it's Sweden, so what are you going to do, I guess? All right, Ian, the next one's for you. As the NFL season continues to draw closer, Minnesota Vikings tight end Kyle Rudolph has officially gone on record to say what about himself? Mm, I'm going to need to get a hint on that one. He'll probably be the top of your board when it comes to drafting and fantasy football this year because he thinks he's this. He thinks he's the best tight end in the league? Yes, that is correct. Just so are able to keep an eye on what's going on, he jumped over a man named Rob Gronkowski saying that he was the best tight end. And this is also the second time this year that a tight end in the league has come out and said that they are better or forgotten, quote-unquote, Rob Gronkowski. Crockett Gilmore of the Baltimore Ravens also came out and said that he was the best tight end. I don't even necessarily Wait, who? know. Exactly. Who, who's that? Exactly. <laughs> Crockett Gilmore. Exactly. But uh, people are forgetting now that the Patriots will have Rob Gronkowski and now Martellius Bennett as well, easily making them the most dominant group of tight ends in the NFL. I know when Rudolph's healthy, he's pretty good, but I'm not even sure if he's a top 10 when he's healthy. He thinks thinks he does his job the best and doesn't care about the stats. He's like, look, I'm a good blocker. I catch most passes that come at me. I don't feel like I'm – why would I not be the best tight end? Oh, yeah, that's good too. But if he's not getting put up – big numbers, I mean. Uh, and I agree. No, I yeah. completely see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And part of that's the quarterback situation, too. I mean, Brady's going to throw it, like, 40, 50 times a game. Teddy's going to throw it, like, 25 times and hand it off to AP 30 times. That so. is very true. Mm-hmm. That is very true. All right, the last one's for you, Michael. Fans of some NFL teams will soon have ex- an exciting opportunity to relive the glory days as NFL Films announced it'll start doing what this year? Uh, aren't they going to release old games on YouTube? That is correct. Yes. Nicely done. <laughs> now that you have an opportunity to realize this, the NFL on Friday announced that it will be the first time that they will upload network broadcasts from three games per team on YouTube. You can go and fans can vote and say NFL.com slash YouTube games. Uh, there will be five game options for each team, and they will put them up sometime in the next couple weeks as well. What Lion ga- Lions games are going to put on there? I don't know. You're, the fi- you're a Lions fan. I mean, th- they'll probably put the Hail Mary on some there. That's what I was going to say. All the Lions games will just be Packer games. Yeah, actually. <laughs> like, ah, oh, we almost got them. Ah, oh, we almost got them. Like, I hope they put all the like the, the missed field goal ones for the Vikings, like Blair Walsh. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, Gary Anderson missing his in the playoffs too. I mean, honestly though, Michael, what w- can you think of any I, semi-decent Lions I, games? No. Have they done anything? I, they beat the Packers them? for the first time in twenty five. So that will probably be on there. Probably that's we'll see because NFL Films are the, they're giving them five options. So this is what NFL Films feels will be the best option. It'll probably be the Hail Mary and the process and some other terrible thing that happened to them. Uh, the probably the game that they the Packers handed to them their final loss of their own sixteen season. That could be it. Oh, that, that is a huge highlight. Or the Matt <laughs> Flynn game. I feel like you know when there you were you know, on them for a while. <laughs> I'm confused though because a team like the Packers, who who what, what games you put up? I mean, if you only get five games to choose from, Ooh. which five games do you put up? Probably the three, the four Super Bowls, I'm assuming. Super Bowl one and two, yeah. and then the Favre one, and then this recent one against the Steelers. Well, I mean, they did just do the Super Bowl one episode, but that was True, kind of but hard to put to the full game yeah. on. I don't know if they'll do that. I think they should probably put the Brett Favre one the night is, uh, the day after his father died, I think, I was against Oakland. That. I think that would if be If I had good to pick one. one, I'd pick the one where Favre, it's an OT against the Vikings, and he throws it downfield, and Freeman just makes this crazy catch. Oh, the, oh, yeah. oh the, Was um, that the one where he was on the ground? Yeah, yeah. and Al Michael's like, he did what? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that one. I think that would be a good one, so many good Packer games. And that that's, the, that's the great part about it, though, too. I think that it really makes for an opportunity for Packer fans to relive the glory days. Teams like, you know, the Browns. Are you going to maybe pull up Jim Brown highlights? I, I, don't, I don't know how right. that's going to work. Jacksonville, when's the last time they played a significant game? Well, and to be fair, because you were saying, well, what if they put all the Super Bowls on there? The last one is already up on YouTube. Oh, that's so, I mean, right. Like we, saw those, we saw that game. Yes. Yeah, we, wa- we Baxter and I Chris watched Chris Banjo. <laughs> he yeah, was, was on the team. There were some weird names. Uh, but <laughs> you can, like, if you're interested, you can go and find some games on YouTube. Yeah, so we'll have to see what NFL Films and YouTube talk about to settle everything. Well, folks, it's time for me to break up the fun once again. But when we come back, our final contestant will try not to catch a draft. We'll show you what we mean mean in just a bit, so don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Listening to the Sports Podcasting Network. You're a big soccer fan? SPN is the place to be. USL Radio, NASL Nightcap, Two Solitude Soccer Podcasts, Off the Woodworks, Hours is the Fury, 2S Extra, the rest of the story. SPN is the place to be. Hey everyone, this is Baxter Colburn, host of What's the Score, the sports news quiz. And I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. If you think you are smart enough, or smarter than a fifth grader, and want to play our games on air, you can either come by the studio or you can call us, but there's a few different ways you can get a hold of us. If you'd like to email us, you can do so at wtssportsquiz at gmail.com. Or for you social media savants, head over to Facebook, What's the Score, the sports news quiz, or Twitter, WTS Sports Quiz. Now back to the action with myself and Josh Scheibe. Welcome back, everyone. This is What's the Score, the Sports News Quiz. I'm Josh Shivey, your Game Master. 
Our Name 5 Panelist Showdown is coming up, but first, we're bringing back a game that debuted in Show 19 called With the First Pick. Here to get the game going is your host at the Attention Era Media Studios here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's Baxter Colburn! Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. We've had a fantastic show so far. A reminder for you, go check out our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com. If you have not liked our Facebook page, please go and do that. We've got fantastic content being posted by our man, our main social media man, Anthony, every single day. You're not going to want to miss it. And if also you can find who tops our panelist leaderboard. Ian DeMarsh is trying to break into the top three for the first time, while Dan Pfeiffer is off on hiatus for the next month and a half. So maybe somebody can finally dethrone the great Fifini as well. So are we always going to... Are we always going to be, like, <laughs> unmuted? Yeah, yes. I'm back. Yeah, I'm, back. <laughs> Yay, I'm here. Um, so is it going to be DeMarsh, DeMarsh, are we going to have an official ruling? Every single de- time that I was writing the show this week <laughs> and I, like, typed Ian DeMarsh, I'm like, DeMarsh. He, he. <laughs> Every <laughs> single time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe if Grant gets third place enough times, he can get up there, too. So, hey, I mean, hashtag you favorite. get enough one-pointers, <laughs> you're going to just keep finally climbing up. All right, it's time now to welcome in our next contestant. Playing our final game is Noel Alberto. Welcome to the show, Noel. Uh, thank you. All right, Noel, as you may or may not have heard, the NBA draft took place this last week, and the NBA draft always provides teams an opportunity to bring in new players to shake up their roster or potentially fill a gaping hole at a vital position. Over the past few years, the players drafted first overall always have the extra level of pressure added onto them. In this game, we'll give you seven batches of three NBA players. Two of them have been drafted number one overall, while one of them has not. Correctly tell us which of the three was not the top of the draft class at least five times, and you will win a What's the Score prize. Are you ready to play? Uh, Yes, I'm ready. Here is your first question. Which of these players was not drafted first overall? Was it A, LeBron James, B, Blake Griffin, or C, Ray Allen? Uh, C. Ray Allen. Yes, that is correct. (laughs) All right, here's your second question. Which of these players was not drafted first overall? Is it A. Danny Manning, B. Glenn Robinson, or C. Dwayne Wade? C. Dwayne Wade. Yes, that is correct. (laughs) Two for two. All right, can we make it a three? Which of these was not drafted first overall? Was it A. Allen Iverson, B. Tim Duncan, or C. Steph Curry? See Steph Curry. Yes, nicely done. In basketball terms, that would be 4-3. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. All right, here's your next one, Noel. Which of these players was not drafted first overall? Is it A, Magic Johnson, B, Kobe Bryant, or C, Bill Walton? B, Kobe Bryant. Yes. So I thought we got him for a second, but I guess not. Nicely done. All right, here we go. Let's see if we can go five for five. Which of these was not drafted first overall? Was it A, Derrick Rose, B, Kevin Garnett, or C, Ben Simmons? B, Kevin Garnett. Yes, that is correct. It was good. I was glad to see that Derrick Rose got traded to New York. I mean, it's going to be a good. Start I was for wondering him. about that. I did to know the feel about the, mm. the the nation. I think he's wearing twenty five now 25, or something. Yeah. So hopefully that'll be the amount of times he does not get hurt I next know. season. That's, I probably <laughs> that's probably the number of games he will play. Probably, this yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like for uh, when Tom Brady got suspended. Like, oh, that's nice of Brady to wear the amount of games he's going to play during the next <laughs> NFL season. I thought that was nicely done. I know. Uh, I was reading something on Twitter the other day about the trade, and they're like, if he does so well in New York, they might do a thirty for thirty on him and they had this great story about what if I told you a fallen rose could be grow into a new garden or something <laughs> like that. 
<laughs> Stop, please. <laughs> <laughs> what if I told you a fallen rose could tear Zell's ACL three more times? Probably, <laughs> probably more realistic, honestly. All right, here's your next question. Which of these players was not drafted first overall? Is it A, Kenyon Martin, B, Chris Bosh, or C, Andrew Wiggins? B, Chris Bosh. Yes, nicely done. All right, let's see if we can go for absolute perfect. Here's your final one. Which of these players was not drafted first overall? Was it A, Kyrie Irving, B, Larry Bird, or C, Yao Ming? Uh, B, Larry Bird. Yeah, there we go. Hey, Master Shabby, I feel like I don't even ask, but how did Noel do on our game? We had a perfect game. He got seven out of seven correct. He's a winner. Congratulations, Noel. Thank you so much for playing. All right, the moment you've all been waiting for is almost here. Stick around and listen to our panelists duke it out in the Name 5 Panelist Showdown coming up right after the break. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Hello all, I'm Josh Scheibe, your Game Master here at What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Thanks for listening in. I may not know much about sports, but what I do know about are our social media pages. Check us out on Facebook at What's the Score or Twitter and Instagram at at WTS Sports Quiz. Thanks very much for listening. Hi everyone, I'm your Game Master, Josh Scheibe. And I'm your host, Baxter Colburn. Hey, if you think the show is worth at least a dollar, why don't you go to our Patreon account? We'd be very grateful if you donate to the show. That's how people like Josh and I stay employed, or pretend to be employed at least. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to What's the Score, the Sports News Quiz. And now, back to more sports trivia action. I hope my check's in the mail. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. Our panelists have been warming up for their final showdown. While they get ready here, here's your host at the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Baxter Coleman. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. We've had a fantastic show today. I just, I love it. Game Master Shabby, having you back, there's just something so right about that. So welcome back, sir. Thank you very much. I'm glad uh, to be here. We're excited to have you back. So much excited that we aren't going to have a show again next week, unfortunately. But it is the (laughs) 4th of July. Please take the time. Celebrate us beating the British and yet another thing. No, that's irrelevant. (laughs) I feel like the British are a little down right now because of the whole, like, Exiting, what is it? Bre- Brexit. I don't even know. Brexit? Is that really what they're calling it? Yeah, I just, it, remi- yes, it reminds me of bread. Or I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just thinking of bread. Like, I'm surprised it's not like Deflategate or Britgate or something. Oh, I don't gosh, know. Or Seedgate. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. So we don't want to kick them too much while they're down. Anyway, but uh, we're excited and we will be back July 10th. We do want to remind all of you, July 17th, we have our marquee show where Kevin Holden, Doug Russell, and Lance Allen will be here on the show. You will not want to miss it. Stay tuned to our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, for the official time of that show and if it will be live or recorded or Facebooked or all that jazz. So we are excited for that. With that being said, it is time now for what, Game Master Shivey? It's time for the Name 5 Panelist Showdown! (laughs) 
Our panelists will be given four topics in which they will have ten seconds to name five people, teams, places, or things related to the sports world. Each panelist will have the same category. However, they cannot repeat answers. One point is awarded for each correct answer. Okay, Master Shibe, can you give us the scores, please? I can. Grant has two points, Michael has three, and Ian is in the lead with four. Well, Demarsh is in the lead there. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? All right, just, dog, a re- dog just a reminder there for some of you. The final the round number four is um, you name as many of as you can in ten seconds. We have changed it, so it's no longer name five in ten seconds. So if somebody, like probably Grant and Michael, are far enough behind Ian at that point, which we know you will be, you have ten <laughs> seconds to name as many of instead of just five. All right? Everybody good? Everybody ready to play? I feel you're disrespected. You're welcome. Yeah, you're my really self-esteem <laughs> is taking a you're shot. You're a Lions right fan. What do you want from me? All right, here we go. <laughs> He's got a really good point. Who's losing, Grant? Grant. Grant, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grant, you're going to wow. be naming five NFL, <laughs> NFC wide receivers. Ten seconds and begin. Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Ty Montgomery, um... Jeff Janis, Jared Aberdeer. There you go. He got five. Nicely done. Nicely done. We applaud the fivers here on the show, folks. Okay, or we don't. All right, Guys, I have a chance, okay? Not <laughs> like too soon. You started too hot. All right, Michael, you're up next. Ten seconds and begin. Marvin Jones, Golden Tate. Mike Evans, uh, Vincent Jackson, and Julio Jones. Yes, that is correct. There we go. Okay. And Ian, 10 <laughs> seconds and begin. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin, Stefan Dix, Alshon Jeffrey, Eddie Royal, Kevin White. Woo! Nicely right. done. Relax. Relax. Fighting words. <laughs> All right. Michael, you are next. You'll be naming five Winter Olympic sports. Naming five Winter Olympic sports and begin. Ice hockey, figure skating, um, skiing, uh, biathlon. I believe that's a thing, and yes. Oh, he got four. All right, he got four. Yes, Grant. With skiing, because there's a bunch of different kinds of That is true, because we had somebody when we did summer, they were like the 100, the 200, the 300, the 400. So um, it's a game master strike, but that's at your discretion. What do you feel about that? Does skiing cover it all, or should we be more technical? I think skiing is going to cover it all. Okay. So we'll we'll go with more. Are you sure? Well, because with track and field, there's like different like that's true. That lengths. That's true. With skiing, okay. it's like completely different styles. I suppose yeah. Yeah. that is correct. So we will we will allow other forms of skiing if okay. you know them. All right. Um, I believe we're up to Ian now. So ten seconds and begin. Uh, curling, speed skating, uh, shorts track, speed skating, uh, snowboarding, uh, alpine skiing. There you uh, go. He got five. There we go. Nicely right. done. All right. Grant, ten seconds and begin. Uh, moguls for skiing, sure. uh, right. yeah, cross uh, cross country skiing. You have <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was quick. I couldn't. I was getting Fastest to the end. Ten seconds of your life. <laughs> it really was. Woo! All right, moving on to round number three. Demarsh, you are up first. You'll be naming five. Prof- no, yes, he ends up yeah. next, right? Yeah, I'm getting another. You'll be naming five professional teams that have never won a championship. Never won a championship. Okay. Ten seconds and begin. Uh, the Detroit Lions, the Charlotte Hornets, the Charlotte Bobcats, the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, the New Orleans Hornets when they were them, and uh, the Los Angeles Clippers. Yes, you got all five. Nicely done. That's right. The, the Lions won back when, like, you know. 1950s. Back yeah. when, yeah, when there was a war going on and every, all the good players were gone. That's probably what it was. Ruling on the NFL. Are we counting? NFL. Are we counting? So Super Bowl won 
sense. Okay, so before we're not counting like championships. We're not going to count before. No, we're only talking about modern day. Oh, folk. so then the Lions would have been fine then. Technically, but he still named five. It's, it's hey, totally he named fine. like twenty. He so. did. He named. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. <laughs> the final round. He just yeah. named all guys. All right, Grant, and begin. The Vikings, the Browns, the St. Louis Blues, the <laughs> the Florida Panthers, and the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, uh, no, they, the Bucks won, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, that's Kareem. Yeah. I, I don't Kareem. remember. I, I, I was like, I don't remember. So I think, I'll just oh, yeah, that I'm one pretty out sure there. that they, yeah, we'll, we'll give them four on that one. All right, Mr. Sear, are you ready? Uh, no. Okay, good. <laughs> and begin. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, the Minnesota Timberwolves, um, the Bengals, Browns, mm, yeah. uh, the Eagles. Yeah, I, I already, I already said the Browns. Did you say the Browns? You said the Browns. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. So then you get fine. four then. Okay, all right. So we head into the final round, game, Master Shibe. What are the scores? Grant has 13 points. Michael has 16, and Ian is in the lead with 19. Woo, baby! All right. Well, Grant, you will be leading us off. You have 10 seconds to name as many of. Okay, as many of. So remember that. 10 seconds to name as many pieces of sports equipment. Do you know what I mean when I say that? Pieces of sports equipment. I will I will use one example. A soccer ball. So no one can use a soccer ball now. That okay. is a piece of sports <laughs> equipment. Does everybody understand now what I'm... Wait. Either a ball or something that you use to play said sport. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? We will we'll give you yay or nays if you're okay. going all over the place. All right, Grant, you'll be leading us off and begin. Basketball, hockey puck, football, field goal post, goalie net, goal post, corner uh, flag post, uh, penalty flag, challenge flag. Oh, he got oh eight. Oh, my goodness. He got, he got nine. Oh, he got nine. All right. We should clap okay. for that. He got okay. nine. <laughs> All right. So where are we looking at now, Game Master Shabby, with Grant getting nine? All right. Grant has 22 points. Michael still has 16, and Ian has 19. Okay, Michael, are you ready? You are next. I, no. Okay. <laughs> Begin. Uh, baseball bat, a uh, hat, helmet, uh, jersey, a cleat, a basketball shoe. Um, True. A, yeah. uh, I don't know. He got six. Okay, he got six. What are we looking at now as Ian will be ready to roll in just a moment? Well, Michael and Grant are tied oh. at 22. So we will come back to you then. As long Well. What is what is Demar? Ian has nineteen. Nineteen. He's okay. going to beat that. It's fine. Here we go, Ian. <laughs> if not, we'll come back to you too because we have to break that tie. So you're not done yet, Ian. Ten seconds and begin. Uh, tennis racket, uh, cro- uh, uh, handball, a handball racket, or uh, baseball or softball bat, mouth guard, compression cords, shoulder pads. <laughs> How many did he get? Six. Okay. Enough. <laughs> Enough. No. All right, Game Master Shabby, what are we looking at for scores at the moment? Then? Okay, Michael and Grant are tied at 22, and Ian has won with 25. Oh, nicely done, Ian. Nicely done. All right, well, we have to break the tie because points are at stake here for Michael and Grant. So, um, Game Master Shabby, who should go first, Grant or Michael? Oh, let's see. Or should we have Siri flip a coin? Let's have Siri flip a coin. Siri, why don't we have Siri flip a coin? This part of the show brought to you by... No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see if Siri can flip us a coin then. Uh, Who would like to be who? Heads or tails? I'll do tails. All right, that helps us out. All right, here we go. Siri, flip a coin. Tails. Oh, tails. Whoa. All right. Thank, Thank you, Siri. Siri. All right, Grant, <laughs> you Grant, you have won the toss. Would you like to go first or second? Um, I'd like to go first. Okay. Ten seconds. You'll be naming as many as you can NFL teams. As many as you can of NFL teams. All right? Current NFL teams. You have 32 to choose from. Ten seconds. Will he do it? Begin. 
Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears, Dolphins, Bengals, Steelers, Cowboys, uh, Jets. I counted nine. Game Master Shiby counted nine. All right, so Michael, you need ten to okay. win. You cannot tie again. If you okay. tie, Grant wins by default. Okay. Got it? All right. Ten seconds. Still a lot of teams left because I can't do quick math in my head. <laughs> and begin. Patriots, Jaguars, Titans, Texans, Broncos, Chiefs, Seahawks, 49ers, uh, Broncos, Chargers, uh, Cowboys. <laughs> I think you got enough. You got, got 11. You got, got 11. 11. Well, so what does that mean now, Game Master Shivy? now that we're all said and done? <laughs> that means that Grant has lost with 31. Well, he took third. I shouldn't say he lost. He got third with 31. He still made the medal stand. Which and is Michael has second place with 33 right. points. Well, nicely done, everybody. Nicely done. <laughs> Mr. DeMarsh, you are still undefeated. Yes. Even the great five. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is the great Fifini undefeated, too? He, or did he lose to Doug Russell? I think he lost to Doug Russell. I think he did. I don't remember for sure. Either way, though, uh, you are now an elite company. You are undefeated. How do you feel? Uh, How do you handle the pressure? I'm still shocked that I won. I was nervous for that final one for trying to figure out which equipment technically would yeah. count. I mean, I'm honored to still be undefeated, and I am coming for you, Dan Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, bum, bum, it, bum. it feels great, and uh, yeah, I'm just speechless right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're just speechless. Michael, how do you feel, sir? Hashtag pray for Grant. <laughs> yeah, we're Some, not gonna, someday. We're not going to talk about me. We're not going to talk about me. No? You don't want to talk about how you feel like you did? No, well, I, I said before Third coming place. into this, I and I felt like I did really well. You did. Yes, you did. You, did. Yeah, you, you, did. Only, you only missed one panel question, correct? And, and, the, the farting and it, question. Was, it, it was really hard to get the Winter Olympics what was left because... True. Nobody like, said the luge. I was thinking about that afterwards. Luge and about curling were the first two that I was like, luge, curling, yeah. Well, uh, curling's Bob my sled. thing. Did anybody say bobsled? No. What oh, Jamaica. Jamaica, you're dead, man. Come on. Well, everybody, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Uh, with that, everything is concluded. Congratulations to Ian on winning this week. What's the Score has been a production of the Sports Podcasting Network. Thank you to all of our contestants and studio audience here at the Attention Era Media Studios. <laughs> our panelists this week have been Ian DeMars, Greg <laughs> Coppersmith, and Michael Sear. <laughs> our social media staff is comprised of Emily Reister, Brittany Peterson, Christian Gill, and Tony. Thank you so much, Tony. <laughs> Forgot your last name, Tony Larson. That's what it is, right? I was like, and Tony, he's a great guy. You should all talk to him. <laughs> Tony Larson, that's what it is. Our theme was composed by Danny Hoffenstein. Our media producer is Eric Condia for one final time. Our sound engineer is Kurt Colburn. And our show producers today have been Liz Colburn, David Bobke, and Alex Tyler. And the executive director of What's the Score is Liz Colburn as well. I've been your game master, Josh Scheibe. And I've been your host, Baxter Colburn. We'll see you all again July 10th. No show next week. July 10th is the next time we'll be on the airwaves. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time on What's the Score.